Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Bob Stoffer joining you. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Going back 38 years ago today, the boss, Bruce Springsteen, kicks off the first leg of the Born in the USA Tour with a three-night run at the Civic Center in St. Paul, Minnesota. St. Paul, of course, the location of where the Edmonton Oilers took Ryan Nugent Hopkins in 2011. This is Oilers Now. Hopefully, we won't take you down a trip on the downbound train, but we are going to have some fun. Lots of different things to get to. Uh, We've got uh, Brian Lawton joining us, former general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning, the man that started Octagon's player agency at 12.35 today. At 105 from the Cult of Hockey, David Staples. At 135, NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. And at 145 today, uh, the CHL Humanitarian of the Year, Luke Prokop, uh, the first uh, openly gay uh, NHL uh, drafted player. And uh, all of the things that he advocated for the course of this year, he won the CHL Humanitarian uh, of the Year Award last night. And I'm sure Luke would wish that he would be playing tonight for the Memorial Cup Championship. Edmonton bowing out uh, earlier than they were hoping to. Lots to get to. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Derek Scott is back in the 630 Chad Studios. Brendan Escott's contributed uh, to today's show as well. Uh, we will tell you that uh, here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. Get charged up for the summer. Bring your player's club card to the venue and get a free River Cree portable charger. For more information, head to rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted 143rd street 111th avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more we're on twitter at Oilers now that is the show twitter account you can reach me at bob underscore stoffer and you can uh, tweet brendan escott at brendan with two e's escott with two t's 
It is the proverbial calm potentially before the storm. That said, this date hasn't always been like that. Uh, today's top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. The orders are currently in their pro meetings. Um, there are some contracts that are up on June the 30th uh, for people in the hockey ops side. Next week, uh, the amateur scouting staff and the orders management uh, group heads to Montreal uh, for the draft. Now, the Edmonton Elks play the opening night of the draft, and the Oilers have a late first-round pick, and then Edmonton does not have a pick in rounds two, three, or four. The second day of the draft will actually occur during the course of Oilers now, so I don't think we're going to go to Montreal at this time, but there's more going on than you would think. That's what I'm going to tell you, and I'm not going to take a a page off of uh, a show that I'm not a particularly big fan of, The Bachelor, the most dramatic rose ceremony. But I think given the lack of um, cap flexibility for several of the top organizations in the league, my expectation is the next 15 to 17 days between the NHL draft and then free agency, I think it's going to be really interesting. And I think there's going to be a fair, a fair amount of trading taking place as well and some contracts moving out of course the Edmonton Oilers are awaiting a decision from both Mike Smith and Duncan Keith Smith 40 Keith 38 are you going to play next year or not they've both got term left in their uh, deals Uh, Smith one year in the twos Duncan Keith one year on the cap at five and a half but 1.1 or 1.5 million in real dollars so food for thought and again Sometimes things happen and you just kind of shake your head and go, wow, did that just happen? And conversely, you sense something might be brewing. We had a scenario occur like this going back six years ago to this date. As we go into this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. And on this date, then Edmonton Oilers general manager, Shipped 2010 number one overall pick Taylor Hall to the New Jersey Devils in exchange for right shot defenseman Adam Larson, who went fourth in the 2011 draft. Hall had registered 328 points in 381 games for the Oilers over six seasons. Uh, Larson was united, uh, reunited with uh, fellow Swede Oscar Kleppbaum and uh, at the time, world junior teammate Anton Lander as well. It was a significant deal, and it was a wild period. Just looking back at it, the draft that year was in Buffalo and occurred on Friday, June the 24th, okay? And I remember watching Yarmo Kaikalainen, the general manager of the Columbus Blue Jackets, Brad Trailaving, the GM of the Calgary Flames, and Pete Shirelli, of course, with the Oilers. The Oilers were drafting fourth. So the way it works as uh, a rights holder, as a, a media broadcaster, is if, if you're in Radio Row and you're ta- drafting in the top six or seven spots, you're always in the first row. So you have you don't have a, lot, uh, an, a, a very good angle to watch what's happening at times on the floor, but th- those three general managers have gone off to the side. And it, as Kaikalainen walked away, Kaikalainen walked away, I could have sworn I read Pete Shirelli look at Brad Trey and say, we're both going to get our guy 
Like you can say, wow, we're going to get our guy. The Oilers ultimately, you all know this because you listen to a show called Oilers Now. Edmonton drafted Yesapoliarvi fourth overall in the 2016 draft. The Flames got Matthew Kachuk. The Oilers had a lot of interest in Matt in uh, Mikhail Sergachev. Pierre Luc Dubois went third, uh, sort of jumped the queue a bit, went third to Columbus. The irony is, Line A went second. To, Austin Matthews went number one to Toronto. Line A went second to the Jets. Line A and Dubois were subsequently traded for one another. Now it sounds like Dubois wants to test free agency. He may not commit long-term to Winnipeg, who also included Jack Roslovic in that deal with Patrick Liney. The Oilers got Poliarvi, who's a legitimate middle six forward, but hasn't been a impactful top-line forward. And Matthew Kachuk, and you can hate him all you want. He's he's a hell of a player, scored 40 goals and had 100 points this year and played with a busted hand in the playoffs. But that wasn't the story of the 2016 draft. I remember we flew back to uh, Edmonton on the Sunday, which was the 26th. And I got a call from an order uh, manager saying, you know, just there's lots going on right now. St. Louis tried to get the fourth overall pick. And they were dangling a pretty good player. And I was like, hmm, okay. So I'm, <laughs> it was a defenseman. And I was like, okay, that's that's kind of interesting. But they wanted the fourth overall pick in Taylor Hall. And I was like, oh. I probably wouldn't have done that deal for the D-man. And the D-man was pretty good. Then we started getting hearing some rumblings that something could be coming down during the course of the week. So we get into Monday the 27th, and by Tuesday the 28th, I recall on the show I'd mentioned, may not be a sexy D-man, because at that stage I realized it might have been more of a defensive defenseman. The trade occurred on the 29th of June, so six six years ago today, at 1.30-ish Edmonton time, and all hell broke loose in Edmonton. Make no mistake about it, the trade is one for one, Taylor Hall for Adam Larson. As it has subsequently turned out, and you can text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line, like Taylor Hall would go on to win the MVP in 17-18 with the New Jersey Devils. I think you can make an argument in the 16-17 season, Adam Larson outplayed, like he was pretty good for Edmonton. And Hall struggled a bit in that first year in New Jersey, but Hall just killed it in uh, the next season in 17-18, ended up winning the league MVP, and really hasn't gotten back quite to that level. Don't get me wrong. Taylor Hall is, a, he is in my opinion, he's a first-line player all day. Okay, And Adam Larson is a shutdown right-shot defenseman all day. But Hall would go from New Jersey, where he wouldn't commit to a uh, long-term deal, to the Arizona Coyotes, to Buffalo, and now is in going into year two of a four-year deal. We know what happened with Adam Larson. Tragedy in the Larson family, right? Adam's dad came to town to visit, ended up suffering, uh, going into cardiac arrest in Edmonton, passed away, and Adam elected last summer to sign with the Seattle Kraken, and there were some guys that elected to sign in Seattle last year, and it didn't really work out for anybody. It wasn't just the Taylor Hall trade for Adam Larson that day, too. Many of you would remember that would be the day, and again, it was around 1.30 Edmonton time that that trade ended up t- uh, taking place with uh, Taylor. But it was later during the course of that day, within minutes, because it was at about a 30-minute span that the Montreal Canadiens traded P.K. Subban, an immensely popular player, to the Nashville Predators for Shea Weber. 
And then the Stephen Stamkos bombshell, where Stamkos selected to stay with the Tampa Bay Lightning instead of signing in Toronto. And to put things in perspective, it's my belief that if he had ultimately gone to the Maple Leafs, they would not have signed John Tavares. And I think Stephen Stamkos is a better player than, than John Tavares. So it altered the course and the direction of multiple organizations. Like Tampa Bay retained Stephen Stamkos. So they got Hedman, they got Stamkos. That's the base of their team drafted by our guest today at 1235, Brian Lawton. And then through excellent drafting from Al Murray, where they ended up getting Kucherov in the second round, Platt in the seventh round, uh, Brighton Point in the third round. You know, they built themselves a heck of a team that's gone to the conference final six of the last eight years, four Stanley Cup finals, two championships. Okay. In Toronto's case, would Stamkos have perhaps elevated the Leafs to a higher place than John Tavares has over the last four years? I think we are, and, and, and it would have been six years in the case of Stamkos. I think, I think you know the answer to that. We all know Stamkos is a better player than Tavares. He skates better. He's a more explosive offensive player. He's got a higher offensive ceiling. And the Leafs committed way more money two years later to Tavares than they were going to commit at that time to Steven Stamkos. So it did change and alter the course. As for Edmonton. The Oilers move Taylor Hall out. They get a shutdown defenseman, a little bit more experience with Adam Larson, who was terrific during the 16-17 playoffs. Don't forget, in game number one against Anaheim in round two, he scored two goals in that game and provided the Oilers. He was a, a strong plus player for the first two seasons in Edmonton. And then it went sideways after they had the family tragedy with Larson's uh, father. But you look at it, no, not only did the Oilers get Adam Larson, but by moving Hall out, they had a spot for a left winger. And they went after Milan Lucic, who'd previously played for Pete Chiarelli in Boston. And it went well for Lucic for about the first six months in Edmonton. He didn't do enough in the playoffs in 16-17. And then the play dropped off precipitously. And in fairness, as many of you suggested it would have. Lots of you said, Stoff, I'm always worried about guys that play that type of role, dropping off in a hurry and losing their hands because it's a hard role to play. I mean, to this day, the Oilers, this this offseason, Edmonton's got $750,000 on their books to not have Milan Lucic play on the team. So, wild 23, 24-minute window, Taylor Hall being traded for Adam Larson. What do you remember about it? Do you think differently about that trade now? than you did at the time. Text us at 780-496-0063. All right. Uh, the direction and course of the Edmonton Oilers and the Toronto Maple Leafs. And that's where we're going to go as we head into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. Proud to offer on-site seams for services and embroidery. Get your workwear and have it customized all in one trip. We had James Myrtle on the show yesterday from The Athletic. He is the editor of The Athletic in Canada. And I asked him point blank, are the Leafs or the Oilers closer to a Stanley Cup? Well, you know, I think this is a huge offseason for both teams. I mean, what's Edmonton going to do in goal? What are they going to do? Are they going to What are they going to do with Evander Kane? What are they going to do with their cap situation? What's going to happen with Duncan Keith? I mean, there's there's all kinds of questions there. So I'll have a better answer for you on that when I see what what Ken Holland and Kyle Dubas pull off in the next two weeks. Because for both teams, it's almost like you got to thread the needle, right, and try and find a way to 
you know, he, I think that the thing that those front office should be asking themselves is how do we catch Colorado? Like they're both, neither team is on the level of Colorado. Colorado's not going anywhere near next year. How do you get better? You know, I already laid out all the ways that it's going to be difficult for the Leafs to get better. How do the Oilers get better next season? Don't you think that Toronto and Edmonton need to have yeah. better? Yes. They take a step to yes. win. Yes. Like I think where they're good teams, but I don't think they're great teams. I mean, maybe potentially you get lucky and find a way to win, but I don't think that they're in the driver's seat. You know, they would have they would both be dark horses if we're talking about next year. All right, there you go. That is James Myrtle. It is 1222 at Edmonton. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to take a time. I got a ton of texts, and I'm going to get your thoughts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. NHL today as well. Coming up for Elite Promotional Marketing. You're listening to Winners Now. All right, welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Derek Scott with you. We're going to head right into the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Bob, what I remember, says the Big Al, is I didn't really know much about Larson at the time, so couldn't speak that who won the trade, but I do remember texting you and suggesting that Holland McDavid could be on the same line on the team because of their similar, similar style of play. Uh, and what I remember that it, about the 15-16 season, the Big Al, is the guy that I thought that Taylor played the best with was Leon Dreisaitl. That's 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 what I remember. I mean, Dreisaitl had a pretty... No one thought when that trade went down on June 29, 2016, nobody thought at that stage that Leon Dreisaitl was going to turn out to be one of the five best players in the world. Right? Like, we still kind of thought... I think we thought differently of Nugent Hopkins and Hall offensively, and we're, we didn't know about dry settle and where he ultimately got to. Oilers GM says, when the Hall trade happened, I sent so many texts with uh, F-bombs, Bob, that I'm still trying to clean my mouth to this day. Uh, Shirelli gets another one. <laughs> you can text us at 780-496-0063. Stoney says, I cried when I saw the the trade is one for one. I'm not afraid to say it. That one comes from Stoney. Again, you can uh, text us uh, 780-496-0063. Bob, don't, don't forget, 15 minutes after the Hall trade, P.K. Subban went for Shea Weber, and fans in Montreal were furious about that trade. They were upset. And you know what? It worked out for the Habs. It's got to be stated. Because P.K. Subban didn't get to where he sort of, he didn't progress a lot. In fact, if if you know, where he was going. Eric says, Bob, Taylor Hall playing with McDavid, Drysaddle, Nugent Hopkins, and Everly would have been one of the most deadly top sixes in the NHL. I'm still upset we never got a chance to see how that all would have played out. They might not have had as much sandpaper, but my God, that's a lot of talent. That one comes from Eric. It's a fair comment to make. I mean, I can tell you after the Oilers lost to Anaheim, one of the Ducks players came up to me after Game 7 and said, Stoff, we could shut down one line, we couldn't shut down two. If you still had Hall, I'm not sure we would have beat you. That's what he said to me. Okay, He said that to me after the game was over. Um, and again, at it had been... It was out there already. Jerry Johansson based in, Edm- in Edm- you know, at Edmonton. Lucic was in Los Angeles after getting moved to Boston. Had a year left in his deal. He was going to become a free agent. And take a look at the 2016 free agents. And it's funny how many people forget that it was looking like the Leafs were going to get Stamkos, and they didn't get him. Ended up getting Tavares and paying through the nose hard for Tavares as well. We go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. 
your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Chicago officially introduced former oiler Luke Richardson as their head coach today. Rumors that Kevin Fiala, uh, Kevin Fiala picking up trade discussions for him. Keep an eye on Ottawa. Sounds like they're going to get much more involved heavily into free agency bidding as well. And the Memorial Cup final takes place today between Steve Steyos' Hamilton Bulldogs and Gardner McDougall coaching the St. John Sea Dogs. All right, there you have it. That is NHL Today. It is presented by Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. We'll work some more techs in through the course of the show, but at this time, at 1228 Edmonton, we'll go off to a global news weather traffic update with Hylene Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.